Hi, I'm Zeph Ray, Managing Director of Tesoro Resources on the Australian Stock Exchange. We're developing the Alzoro Gold Project in Chile, where we're currently drilling away, expanding our gold resource. Zeph, good to see you, mate. Uh, so back in the beginning of October, um, you told me then that you might be putting out a resource by the end of this year. Are you going to do it? Um, hi, Matt. Um, no, I don't think we are going to do it. And for the simple reason is that uh, Tenera, the deposit we're drilling at our eyes, just keeps growing. So got a lot more drilling work ahead of us. Um, but, you know, foot's still firmly planted drilling away. But the more we drill, just the bigger it's getting. And our most recent announcement, I guess, really underlines the sort of scale that we're, we're doing now. We've added another 400 metres of strike with a couple of extensional holes, we've got a lot of infill drilling to do, and the, and um, we're seeing some big extensions in the high grade zones as well within the actual deposit. So, uh, plenty more drilling to do, and it really you know gives us a material increase in scale um, with, with some additional drilling. So, we'll probably just suck it and see and see see where it lands. But you know, it'd be nice to get something out by the end of Q1 next year. But again, it just comes down to ultimately. Well, let's talk about that because I think the market can punish you a little bit because you didn't come back with your first main resource at over a million uh, answers. You came at whatever it was, um, 660-ish answers. There's an an expectation. It wasn't met. Market disappointed. Do you feel with this, I know I saw the release that you're talking about, you got some really high grade stuff in there, significantly higher than you've been drilling um, to date. Do you think that gives you permission to delay it to the end of Q1 or beyond? Um, or do you think you still need to just get that million ounce resource or uh, updated resource out there? We need permission for anything. I think it's a different question. I think the question is, is um, internally, what do we need to make us you know, want to develop the project? And um, you know, the, the words that we use internally is critical mass for the resource size. And, you know, considering the location of the project and the excellent metallurgy and all those things, how many ounces do we think we need to be warrant pushing this through the feasibility study? And, uh, you know, I think I've said before, our ambition is to, to get something up around that 80, 100,000 ounce per annum production mark, which means you probably need 1.5 or better in, in resource. So, um, how big is it going to be? Still don't know, but, you know, there's certainly been massive growth in the um, deposit since we made that maiden resource announcement, keeping in mind that we've drilled now another 120-odd holes into it. So the, the, these high-grade results came from the outstanding assays from uh, around the time of the maiden resource that you weren't able to kind of get in there. Is that, is that right, or is this from new drilling? No, this is all new drilling. So um, in that maiden resource, there was 145 holes, I think, used up until the more or less the day that that was released. And now we've drilled 260 something holes, but we've received assays for uh, an additional 80 odd holes since then that we've been releasing to the market continuously. And look, all of those press uh, um, announcements have had some exceptional drill results in them. And what we're saying is that within the deposit itself, there's a number of higher grade zones. and. These are big, so they're you know 20 or 30 metres wide. They're over 750 metres long. They've been drilled down to 400 metres deep, and we've actually been drilling underneath a couple of them. Um, and this most recent release, we had a, a good high grade hit, 100 metres underneath anything 
that's been previously done. So this thing's just growing with depth, growing along strike. And we've got a new discovery out in Tanera East, which is up in the hanging wall of the main deposit, which will be really important for us as well in terms of economics, because it um, means that all that material that needs, that was once in a barren pit wall now has some gold in it. So it's quite interesting to me the, the way that you have decided or feel confident enough to delay it, right? Because if you had, if the drill results that um, had come back had been more of the same, would you have decided to put out a resource? Or was the fact that it's higher grade has given you extra impetus and confidence to actually say, well, hang on a sec, this, this could be much more valuable than we realized and therefore delaying it. So sorry to have bang on about this, but I just think it's really important in terms of the psyche of what you yeah, think, think you've got here. I think it just comes back to that, you know, base strategy that I've spoken to about before, which is, you know, the team of people and we see in front of us is a project which has got a high probability of going through to production. And that was what Tesoro was always set up to do. So we want to achieve a deposit size at the grades that we have that um, warrants and ticks those economic hurdles, meets those economic hurdles to, to go into production. So, you know, the grades that we have to get to that sort of 80, 100,000 ounce production level, you, you want to be having a one and a half million ounce plus deposit. If we get there, that's not to say that what we've got isn't mineable already, but that's what we, our our internal targets are. Um, and we don't know where the end of the deposit is. We just stepped out 400 metres and we're getting solid gold results. So, um, and, you know, that rolls off the tongue pretty easily. But in this deposit, it's 700 metres wide in places as well. So to drill another 400 metres of strike length out, it's a lot of drilling. And we think there's a lot of ore to add into that resource with that additional drilling, and it will make a material difference or a step change difference to the scale of the project. And we'll step out again, and and you know we're hoping we'll hit some more of the same. So whether this is a one and a half, a two million ounce, a three million, five million ounce deposit, we don't know. Um, and there's also the potential to add. Uh, resources from additional deposits. We're seeing the rocks that host Tanera over a much larger distance now. Our teams have been out in the field doing some mapping and sampling and um, we're finding that system extends a long way to the north. Yeah, look, look, and I, I want to talk about Toro Gordo and um, Toro Blanco and, uh, and Joan Hill, etc. In, in, in a minute. But um, so I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, we talked in the past previously about the, you know, North American model of drill this thing out to find the edges of the envelope, as it were. The Aussie model of, well, get it into production as quickly as possible. It's a more anti-dilutory approach to it, but maybe the money's a bit more expensive at the beginning because, you know, projects are not, don't have that kind of scale initially. And, and, we, and that was a great discussion here, but, you know, and I, I kind of felt that, you know, that was what you were kind of toying with and, and, and thinking about here. But now you're talking about continuing to drill. You've raised well. Sorry, have you have you completed the seven point three million capital raise? Because I think I know you're doing. Uh, we've done the placement component of it. Right, and the SPP um, coming up. Share purchase plan actually closed uh, yesterday. It'll okay. be announced tomorrow. But obviously, they struggled to get away due to the um, share price being below the issue price of those shares. But that's okay because we, you know, we've got a fairly strong treasury anyway, and with that placement money, we've still got three months to place that 
that short, any shortfall out of that share purchase plan as well. So, but we're well, well funded and we're certainly funded um, for the work that we want to do. And look, just going back to your question, I think this is, you know, it's, I come back to it, the critical mass of the deposit. We want to get the resource to a size that we can then put economics around it that make those economic hurdles to make a decision to mine. Um, and look, we're well on the way to that, obviously. And, you know, I don't think because we announce the next resource and that's what we do the economics on that we'll ever stop drilling if it's still open in all directions, we'll continue to add back into that resource. Um, but I think, you know, we're, we need to approach that critical mass. We're probably not far off it. Given the recent results, we think that we can add a lot more to this. But it, was kind of, it was a funny year this year and last for, for slightly different reasons. In, in like the normal rules don't seem to apply, um, certainly for precious metals uh, anyway. So you, have you had to sort of adjust your thinking or expectations around what you believe catalyst moments are or what you need to deliver into the market? Or, you know, it used to be one million ounce, great. Maybe now it's two. Um, you know, so it, what, what, were you, what did you notice this year, which was different from your experience? I think that the big thing is that I guess in the general market and regard whether it's metals in general, commodities in general, equities in general, volatility and 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 general choppiness, I, I suppose you could call it. But um, you, you know, there's certainly a decoupling of your traditional things that go hand in hand, whether one goes up and one goes down or vice versa. Um, those traditional relationships seem to have broken a little bit. And, you know, what I mean by that is things like, you know, gold price and bond yields and, you know, interest rates and inflation and all of these sorts of things are sort of not moving how people expect. And I think some of the world's banks are probably struggling because their levers don't work as well as they perhaps used to or react in the way that they thought they might. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen next year? All I know and how we view the world here is that uh, we've got a, you know, long-term view to get this into production um, at a low production cost. And when I say that, you know, I think it's a throwaway line for everybody, but sub $1,000 an ounce sort of production cost. So if the gold price is $1,500, $1,200, $1,300, you know, we're still making money and still in business and, and still going going well. And, you know, um, a mine and uh, getting a mine into development is uh, a medium to long-term process. So these blips in the market are um, entertaining to watch sometimes, but I guess they don't affect the overall trajectory of where we're going, what our view of the world is. So you, you haven't sort of had to adjust the way that you come at this. I mean, obviously, like, you know, precious metal share prices um, have been deflated for the past, I guess, you know, six months since the mid middle of the year. I don't think your charts much different from most uh, precious metal charts at, at the moment. But in terms of your your mentality is, look, this is a, a longer term play. We're not going to look at the, the, the dips in the market. We've got to do what we can do, hence the raise money. We, yeah, look, we can say massive value in this project and it's got plenty more value to give and i think i've touched on that with resource growth and taking it through into production and all of those things so it's really is just a matter of getting our head down and you know pushing 
through all of those, you know, market fluctuations that are on a monthly basis or whatever they are. But but you see, but the the, the thing that thing that you've done is by by pushing out the you know a resource update, which you need to do plus a million. We've we've talked about it at ad infinitum. Um, you need you need to do that soon because people want you to start putting some economics on this because it's all well and good you saying hey we 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 think we can be a hundred thousand ads a year producer here, hey we think we can be sub a thousand ads ASIC um, producer here, and um, people are going to want you to start putting you know labels on those things and back it up with studies and so forth. But you're the, 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 I mean there's a, the, the slight change or, or slight uh, change in confidence, like positive. So I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a massive change. I think it's a slight delay because there's potentially a material change in the scale of the project and um, it's just getting big. You know, so before we might have been looking at a, a scale where, well, we can probably drill that out by the end of the year and get a resource update out. And we went and we probably finished that drilling now and we've done some more step outs and gone, oh, okay, well, we've got to keep drilling then because this is going to add a whole bunch more material, which is going to materially affect the scale and the economics of this project. I mean, at the end of the day, the takeaway is it's getting big. So we need to drill it. And I think it's all in our shareholders and our own best interest to, to drill it and, and see that that resource gets to the size that we think it can. So, so okay, so talk to me about the money that you got. You, you had about, I, I guess, at the end of Q3, 7 million bucks. You've raised, or you've certainly done four of the, of the 7.3 or so, something near that. Yep. So you get a chunk of change, which you're going to put 100% into Tanara, and we're going to Toro Blanco, Toro Gordo, Tanara East, Adrenaline Hill. That all happens later. Is that, is that the plan? No, so we've actually been doing some initial drilling at Drone Hill and uh, Toro Blanco. We haven't got assays back to those holes yet. Uh, and the other thing that we've been doing is we've, uh, the last three months or so, our, our geological teams have been um, doing some more district scale exploration, in, um, which is mapping and sampling and so on. And uh, they're getting pretty excited because that's going um, really well and we've extended so the rocks that host Tanera, we've now mapped them for about five kilometers north of Tanera. Right. So right up north past Toro Blanco. Um they look like they should have gold in them. So we're running rolling out a, a big surface sampling program as well. So you know that comes back to probably what I've said in previous interviews. We think this is a new gold district for Chile. Um and certainly starting to you know, get a pretty serious footprint about it as well. And I think um, if people have a look at our previous or our most recent um, presentation, there's actually a satellite image in there which shows some alteration of what we think um, in a colour in one of those sat images which shows a 20 kilometre perspective zone. So we're just starting to nibble away at the southern parts of that. Um, we've moved into the next valley north. We're seeing the same rocks again. Um, potentially with gold in them. So we've got a fair bit of work there to do, but it's certainly getting pretty exciting in terms of, you know, ability to produce more gold deposits in this ground package. Okay, so, so what percentage of the capital, the remaining capital that you've got is going to go into Tanara in, in terms, or I'll rephrase, what percentage is going to go into this resource expansion, which you can put in the next update? Yeah, so at the moment, around about 90% of our capital will go into Tanera and 
that includes scoping study. So we're not just drilling away, we're, we've already commenced a lot of the scoping study work because obviously internally stuff that we can't speak to the market about yet, um, we're, we're working on. So as soon as that resource update comes out, that'll have a higher proportion of indicated material in it too that we can wrap a, you know, we can use for scoping work. Um, we'll have all of our detailed metallurgical work would have been back in our hands by then as well. And we'll have uh, a scoping study out in pretty short order as soon as that next resource updates out. Okay. And with, and with regards to, so what, what altitude are you at? Sorry, I forgot. Oh, we're low, low. So 600 metres up to about 800 max. Okay, so yeah, and you're you're obviously nearer the coast than some of the you know higher. Yeah, we're only fifteen kilometres in. Yeah. Land, so, yeah. Okay, and have you seen yeah. any of these kind of supply chain issues in, or even access to simple things like like water? Quite frankly, is that all accessible to you? Uh, not not in Chile. One thing that we've just started to notice. So in Australia, there's been this exploration boom, and there's been constraint around labour and professionals and drill rigs and even the consumables on the drill rigs. We haven't started to see that bite into the chili exploration industry or the minerals industry like it has in Australia. But we're just starting to see some tightness in some of those areas. So we're starting to see certainly some wage growth for professionals. We're starting to see a little bit of delay around things like assays and also delay in supply of some of our consumables like core trays and bags and all those sorts of things. But I did have a, um, we did investigate getting some plastic core trays from Australia sent over to Chile because they don't have plastic ones in Chile. They use wood, which don't last forever. And uh, the shipping cost was extravagant and the shipping time was unknown. <laughs> so that's probably more of an indictment on the international um, um, conditions rather than Chile itself. So. Um, look, we haven't had direct impact on our operations for, for Chile, so you know we're going okay at the moment. But certainly things have cranked up a bit in terms of activity. Okay, it's, and, interesting. Obviously, an, an election's um, d done and dusted. You, so you, people can sort of understand the lay well, of the land. Well, it's not done and dusted. Well, We're it, into the yeah second yeah. round of of so it's down to you know the socialist candidate and the conservative candidate, and that's on the sixteenth of December. But the Conservatives have got control of the Senate, so if right. the Socialist gets in, probably nothing much will happen. Well, that's my and, point. Um, the, 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 the kind of the the kind of slightly wilder claims, accusations, and uh, around being able to do business and being able to mine in, in Chile seems to have settled down. Uh, is kind of what I was referring to. Yeah, look, we don't expect there's going to be any sort of major changes for certainly the next electoral cycle. So. Um, you know, it's all the more motivation to define and build a gold mine during that time. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, just a couple of thoughts from um, people who, you know, thank you very much to everyone who, who's who's written um, in. Um, just a, just a clarification, because ninety percent is going to Tanara in terms of the budget. Um, with regards to Tanara East, um, I think it's been stated that um, over six hundred meters of, of, of strike and open in all directions. Uh, are you? Uh, what, so remind me again. What, what are you going to be doing at Tenere specifically? Well, we've got what looks like a uh, not a huge, but certainly a consistent gold zone there. Right. And so that sits in the 
pit wall of the optimised pit shelf for Tanera. Right. So we haven't modelled it yet, but it's starting to hang together really well and it's always there and we've defined it, we've drilled it over 800 metres along that pit wall now and so all of a sudden that changes the stripping ratio for the main pit because the waste material is getting converted to ore now. Right. And so the, the, so I, the idea quite, being that quite you, encouraged by that. you're encouraged by it, but you, you haven't done enough work and you're not planning to do enough work to be able to bring well, it into the, we, we the are, resource update, are you? It, yeah, it'll probably end up in some of the update because it's basically the same deposit right. we're finding. It's all, all connected and it'll all be in the same pit. Okay. So, so some um, of that will make it in. I think it's going to make a pretty major impact on the economics of the pit as well. And the other encouraging thing is wherever we see those rocks, they've got gold in them. And um, where we've drilled them at Tanera East and it's highly predictable zones, they've come back with decent results. So, you know, it'd be nice to find some wider zones of that. And we think we're onto some, particularly up in the north of the main Tanera deposit with that recent announcement. And, um, you know, there's plenty more drilling to do up in that direction as well. So. Look, I haven't worked on a project like this before. The more we drill, the bigger it gets. It hasn't got a hard and fast boundary. We haven't found the edges of it. You know, we're on to a potentially, you know, very large system. More work that we do in the district, the bigger it gets. All the indicators are there. There's, you know, further growth to be had. And uh, in the meantime, we've got a pretty attractive gold deposit sitting in the middle of the whole thing. Okay. There's more. There's like an interview around it, but also looking into 2022. Are you given a sense of what you're going to be aiming at in 2022 with regards to the, um, the resource uptake? What what else should we expect to see from you? Obviously, yeah. So we'll studies. get that scoping study out yeah. in fairly short order, straight after the the resource, and um, that'll be the impetus just to roll straight through into feasibility. So you know, if things all go to plan by the end of next year, early 2023, we'd probably be coming close to phase, end of feasibility. Uh, with a, you know, final investment decision, start looking at funding to build a mine. Okay. So it, 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 is, it still remains, it, you want to do this rapidly, um, as you can. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's access to capital and, you know, we're obviously in a high gold price. And when I say a whole gold, high gold price, I used to work in a gold mine here in Western Australia that was 1,500 metres deep and the gold price was 350 bucks an ounce. So I don't know what your view is, but I think we're going to be above 1,700 for quite some time and potentially years. And uh, that's a pretty healthy gold price. I'm happy where it's at, quite frankly. Um, if you're producing gold at today's prices, you're ecstatic. So, uh, yeah, who knows where it'll get to, but I think the general indications are very positive. I think there's going to be a lot of people talking about pushing gold. Let's see how the equities uh, benefit from, from, from that in 2022. Look, Seth, I appreciate the cat, end of your catch-up, really do. Um, please for you on the, on the drilling the, the, and, and increasing grades. Well done on that one. More importantly, I'm eagerly looking forward to the uh, resource update when it comes through. Yep, I think we all are, and uh, hopefully everyone will be pleasantly surprised.